You lied, Rach. Okay, hi everyone. Hope we're all well. Yeah, hi. Um, let me just, do you want to talk back? I'll just get the thing up. All right, so um, on our live today, um, we have decided to talk about how to stay on track during the half term. As we all know that it is upon us today. Most skills are breaking up today, aren't they? So um, we thought we'd cover this topic and hopefully give you guys some tips to help you stay on track over the Easter half term. Um, so with um, saying that, we know half term is approaching and you may be busier than usual. You may th have things planned with the kids. There may be some temptations, especially with lots of chocolate eggs lying around the house. And there may already be excuses um, to become lazy with your diet and your exercise regime. So you may already be thinking to yourself, I'll just enjoy the holidays and I'll get back on track when the kids have gone back to school. But that only makes things harder for you in the long run. And if you adopt this attitude every time, it will only provi provide you with excuses um, to succeed in the future. And it will also slow down your progress. It also doesn't help you create healthy habits and behaviors that will last and get you through other things that may crop up in life. Um, you know that common saying that everyone says um, when they're busy that life is getting in the way. Um, well, life should be the reason that you actually want to look and feel your best. And these are the um, prime examples of events um, or parties or celebrations that, you know, people want to turn up to and feel good and look good. Um, so instead of putting your diet and exercise on hold, um, why not start thinking of habits that you can put in place and help you stay on track this half term? And also, if you do have some time off to spend with the family, then maybe this is actually a good time or the perfect time for you to, um, to help yourself get a better routine in line because um, you will have more time on your hands, especially if you... Um, aren't working. And we also understand that the last thing we want you to do is stress about working out or your diet and we all want to enjoy some time off and have fun but it doesn't mean that we can't find a balance. Yeah and I think um, we want to acknowledge as well that it is totally normal to go off track over half term and it's totally normal to be worried about going off track over half term because you are, at, especially the parents that are not working, their routine is going to be massively different. You're going to be at home a lot more. There's going to be more temptations. Um, so we just wanted to acknowledge that don't feel like you are failing if you do end up going off track. It's a totally normal response to being out of routine. But what what we want to stress is that we are here for you to help you curate routines um, and just make a plan to adjust a little bit and adapt so you can still make progress moving forward. Like Beck said, this should be a part of your life. So it's, 
your half term shouldn't be a reason to just forget about it all. You need to learn a way to adapt and fit it in, but still make progress. Yeah. So I've sort of come up with two ways to approach it. Have you got similar, have you got two ways to approach it back? In terms of calories, this is, sorry. So in terms of, well, not, not necessarily just calories, but the goal of the next two weeks. So I've sort of broken it down into either one, approach it as though we come back up to maintenance. So for two weeks, we accept that we're not going to lose weight, but we're also not going to gain, well, let's, let's say fat. We're not going to lose fat, but we're also not going to gain fat. And what we're going to do is just bring back up to maintenance so that we just stay the, the same weight or the, the weight may go up slightly but your body fat levels will stay the same and I think I personally like this approach if you are previously a person that does struggle to stay on track over half terms like in the past because this just takes the pressure off a little bit At the end of the day remember we aren't professionals and we haven't got events that we need to prepare for. We are just humans living everyday life in the stresses of kids, work, trying to look after ourselves, etc. So I think this just relaxes you a little bit, except that the goal is just to maintain over the two weeks. And then you can enjoy more time with the kids, focus on being present and active with your kids. Um, rather than being really stressed and then end up having a fuck it moment where we go totally off track and end up eating anything and everything in sight. What's your thoughts on maintenance, Beck? Exactly. Especially um, if you have struggled with staying within a de deficit in the past during these times. Um, we both know how hard it is, don't we? And I think it is quite a hard half term to stay on track when there is lots of temptation around. <laughs> yeah, and I think like two weeks in the grand scheme of things isn't a hell of a lot of time. Like in two weeks in the grand scheme of your whole life is very small, isn't it? Like it's yeah. something you won't even notice. And yeah. I get like it is hard to get your head around that because sometimes you might have been on plans where you just it's a six week diet plan and you think you've got to be fully on track for those six weeks but that is how our coaching is slightly different in the terms that yeah we help you start making progress over that a certain amount of time but we want these things to come up we want you to learn to adapt and make changes so that once this say 12 weeks is a minimum we ask you to stay for us for so once this 12 weeks is up you are fully aware what you need to do in order to carry on getting results when half term crops up or when you end up going out with the girls and things like that yeah and even if you do to maintenance you won't necessarily um go backwards um you'll just the process may take a little bit longer, but you won't undo any work that you've already done. Yeah, and, and I suppose even being at maintenance, you are, your fitness could get better. So you could prioritise that for two weeks because you've got more fuel inside of you. You've got more energy. 
you're going to be able to put more effort into your training sessions than you will do being in a deficit or like you might actually find being at maintenance you actually you've got more energy to be more active with the kids so without even realizing you might put yourself back into a deficit even though you're eating more but just via more energy to move around so yeah I think just to take the pressure off yourself, maintenance is a good idea for half term. Now, obviously, if you're still a person that is still at work, I suppose this brings us on to the next point. You can stay within a deficit. If you are a parent that's still at work, routine hasn't changed that much, um, then there's no reason why you can't stay in a deficit and carry on losing over the next two weeks. What's your thoughts on a deficit, Beck? there is no reason why you can't still sustain the, de the deficit during this time um obviously you'll still get the, the same temptations there um around easter um and if you are working from home i suppose you will be a little bit more tempted to the easter eggs that are knocking around the house when the kids are um I was going to say at school, but they're not going to be at school, are they? <laughs> yeah, I guess with them that eating it in front of you and stuff, the temptation is harder, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll go into we'll go into steps of how to adapt that in a minute. We just wanted to go through these two overall approaches. So one, we would either say come up to maintenance, or two stay within your deficit i mean there's no reason you can't stay within your deficit if you really want to if your routine has massively changed just make sure you are prepared for it which we can go through that now can't we in terms of getting prepared so um do you want to do one of your points first we've both got a few points that we're going to talk through some of them will probably be quite similar similar advice do you want to go with your first one back yeah all, all, all right so um tip number one from me is to have a plan in place so plan and prepare yourself so it helps you to stay on track because there's a difference of you saying you want to stay on track or you actually being prepared to stay on track um and planning out how to handle everything will keep it will may keep you on track and keep you moving forwards. So don't just say you're going to stay on track. Make sure you do have something prepared and lined up. Yeah, I think that's a very good point to highlight. Saying something and doing something are two totally different things. Like we can all say we're going to do something, but actually taking that action towards something makes it happen. So I like... Just to give you some points in what I've sort of said here, I would say stick to your regular eating times or plan times you are going to eat. So make sure you've got a plan in place so you're not, so you don't end up like not eating all day and then being really hungry because you've been busy with the kids and then like you stood in the kitchen about to make tea, but then you end up eating while you're cooking and taking you out of your, what maybe over maintenance, out of your deficit, whatever you've decided to go for. Um, maybe plan some meals so you know what you're having and when. Um, I would try, in terms of meals, try not to make them too different to what you already eat. So we don't want to have the attitude of, oh, it's half term, 
let's start having loads of different things try and stay consistent and if you are already really you should be building your diet with food you enjoy food you like eating so they shouldn't it shouldn't change too much anyway yeah yeah um so my point is give yourself some rules so for example one i talk about quite a lot is no snacking um i find this is quite easier so if you just stick to your like three or four meals a day however many you eat and then you don't eat in between that i think it's it's a lot easier to stay on track um and i think it because the decision's already made for you you're not having to make a decision in the moment which can sometimes be tricky so if you are like i always say become a person that doesn't snack so then it's a part of you and the temptation isn't there and it's not constantly thinking in your mind what am I going to eat next what can I eat oh shall I have this little snack making decisions all throughout the day is tiring and then that is what usually leads to overeating so because you're constantly making decisions in every area of your life you want food to be an area that you don't have to make too many decisions for um and then I would say within that, another rule could be to allow yourself one treat a day. So whatever you want to have, just allow yourself one treat a day. Do you have any rules, Beck? Um, not necessarily, but this will take, this will go nicely into one of my tips that I've actually um, wrote down. So learn how to say no. Um, it's hard to say no sometimes, especially when, you know, treats are actually forced upon you by friends or family. Um, mum does it quite often to us too, doesn't she? <laughs> and just a point on that, if somebody is trying to force something onto you, don't respond with, no, I'm dieting, because that's when they try and force it onto you more. Respond with, no, thanks, I'm not hungry. And you watch the difference in the way they then still try and force things on you. If you just say, I'm not hungry, thanks, they won't force it on you. Whereas if you're like, oh, I'm, I'm dieting, I shouldn't really, that's when they're like, oh, go on, one won't hurt, oh, go on. And then they start making you feel guilty for saying no, which is then why then you you feel like you have to take it. But if you just say, no, thanks, I'm not hungry, it's all it, like it, they literally they shut up. Yeah, that's nice. Um, and often when you are hearing them say that to you, it's quite easy to give in to the peer pressure and just take it. But if you want to stay on track, you do need to learn how to say no. And like Rach says, just say, I'm not hungry. Um, it is good to have goals. Wanting to eat well and work out isn't something that you should need to apologise for. And it isn't something you should be embarrassed about um saying um saying no to a treat if it isn't something you want will only hold you back from accomplishing your goals it isn't a bad thing no matter how much friends and family try and guilt you into eating it you also have to remember that actually saying no to something can actually mean you saying yes to things you actually truly want point that actually yeah so saying no to your friend that's offering you some cake 
might mean you can go home and enjoy that Chinese you want that night yeah. or something along them lines. Yeah, it's, it'll help you find balance between enjoying treats and still working towards your goals. Yeah, definitely. That is a good one. And then I think in saying no as well, it relates to that being in the moment and asking yourself, is what I'm doing now aligned with my goals? And is there a better decision I could be making? Which sometimes the answer is going to be no, sometimes the answer is going to be yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say finally, so learn, learn how to say no and not feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, ben, I think this one leads on to nice one of mine to make if then plans. So again, this sort of goes back to being prepared and having a backup plan. But if in the moment you've decided maybe the peer pressure was too much, so you've given to that cake, or you just decided, yeah, I wanted that piece of cake, so I'm going to eat it and I'm going to enjoy it, um, curate if-then plans. And what I mean by this is, for example, if you end up having a piece of cake with another mum down at the park, I would say in a cafe, but we're not going to be able to this half term. Maybe next half term you'll be sat in a cafe. Um, then I'll have a smaller dinner later that evening. So what you've done there is you've enjoyed your cake with your friend, but then you're going to make up for that a little bit by just eating a smaller dinner, which then is going to reduce the amount you eat that day. Maybe. It might still take you over a little bit, but you have put, put a plan in place that will reduce the effect of having that piece of cake. Yeah. Or having um, an unexpected takeaway. Um, you could maybe put a plan in place the following day to have a smaller breakfast. Yeah, so if I end up having a takeaway on a Friday night, then I will have a smaller breakfast the day after. So, yeah. Putting, creating little plans like these that you have that you know to go to in your head always makes things easier. And I think this it is a good point to make as well that all this that we're going through now really doesn't just apply to half term, does it? It applies to every day of your life, really. Um, yeah. But we're just highlighting these points now because it is half term and we know some of you are worried about half term approaching. Yeah. Um, so next one I have, is it my turn or is it your turn? Uh, right, so the next one I have is to wake up earlier to fit a workout in. So I know a lot of us feel guilty that if the kids are at home um, going, doing a workout while they're all active, you feel like you feel guilty for not being with them, not looking after them. I suppose, first of all, bear in mind, it is so important to look after yourself and Obviously, that workout is going to benefit you in terms of health, etc. So it is important to still try and get them in. But if not, try and get up even 20 minutes earlier, 15 minutes earlier. You can still get, do a circuit, four rounds of three, four different exercises. It's still going to be beneficial to keep you ticking over over half term. So you might reduce the, the amount you're doing a little bit, but you're still going to be doing enough just to tick you over until half term is is finished and the kids are back at school or a better option may be to get the kids involved in your workout you might have to adapt the exercises a little bit you might they might just be really simple exercises like 
just doing a few sets of squats that the kids can join in with, some press-ups the kids can join in with. I always find it quite funny watching Ollie do press-ups, so you might get a little bit of entertainment out of it at the same time, a few sets of sit-ups. There's no right or wrong in what you do. Um, obviously, long-term, it is good to have a, a plan that progresses and make sure we are overloading, but for two weeks out of the whole plan, if you decide to change your workouts for those two weeks, it's not going to have a major effect. And the fact you're still doing something, you're still stimulating the muscles is going to be what's most important and what you should prioritise. Yeah. Um, I also, like, going back to working out with the kids, um, I've also got a few good ideas. So with uh, my boys, I make a spin the wheel. And on the wheel, I'll put, like, eight different exercises on it and I'll let them spin it. And then I also have a little timer. So I set it to like 30, 40 seconds and I let them stop and start the timer. And they love it. They love getting involved or even just counting out the reps out loud. But um, yeah, I'd say this, the spin the wheel game is definitely one of their favourites. I like that bet. You should, you should um, put, put a post about that in the group. That's a really good idea. Yeah, and we make it ourselves as well, so it's a bit creative, they get involved, and then um, I usually do that like the day before, I actually, you know, con them into doing a bit of exercise. <laughs> yeah, I like that, yeah, that's good, that. Um, and then that sort of ties in nicely as well to spending more time being active with your kids, get out walking, get out moving to the park. Um, get the kids out on the bikes and you can just walk behind or you can jog behind, whatever. Any ways that you can think of being more active is going to help overall. Yeah. And it also takes you out of the home environment where food is at your fingertips, etc. Yeah. I that brings it back to um, having a plan like knowing when you are when you can actually fit all this in to help you stay on track and help you balance staying on track so balance was actually my last tip that I had wrote down um so balancing everything out but then still being able to you know enjoy yourself or have an occasional treat every now and again and staying on track doesn't mean perfection it just means you have to try and find balance. Maybe that means eating better around Easter so that you can fully enjoy some chocolate on Easter. Or maybe it means working out on the same schedule but doing 30 minutes instead of an hour just so that you can stay consistent with your plan. Um, it's all about striking a balance and planning out how to balance everything, which goes back to planning. <laughs> Tip number one, um, a great way to plan is to write a schedule out ahead of time, which is something me and Rach talk about often. In fact, we usually post, don't we? Like make sure on a Sunday you are planning for the week ahead. And if you are prepared, you are less, less likely to fall off track, um, especially with treats that you don't necessarily want, but you will probably eat if you don't have a plan in place. And with the meal plan, plan out, you know, make sure you are planning out your workouts as well. 
maybe the workouts won't be the longest or the hardest workouts you've ever done especially if you're doing them with the children and it's more for you know um just a bit of um maintenance and staying active um, but just remember that something is better than nothing and it keeps you consistent, even though it may not be your ideal situation, it is keeping you consistent with everything that you are doing. Yeah, balance is, is um, a key one in it. Just, I suppose, um, just reminding you all as well that you don't have to be 100% perfect. That isn't what we're wanting. If you was being 100% perfect with everything, really, that would be worrying me and bet more than you're not being because that, to me, that's a red flag. That is too obsessive with being, like, wanting to achieve your goals. So, yeah, like, we, we want you to be imperfect, but consistently. So just trying to do the best you can that day. Not every day is going to be perfect. But as long as you're doing the best you can, if something does happen where you do go off track, then the next decision we make is better than the previous one. And that's all, all we want you to do. Um, and yeah, obviously, I've just got one more to go through, which is just to make sure you're still getting your me time. So that 15 minutes to yourself before you go to bed, whenever it is, a bath, a book. Um, it is still really important that you're still taking that time out to look after yourself, to be a better mum, a less stressed mum, etc. It's going to be better for your kids. Yeah. So still make sure you are just taking that time for yourself each day. I think that is actually more important during the holidays with the kids being off because you are likely to get a little bit more stressed than usual, aren't you? I know I am. So actually taking that 10, 15 minutes out of the day, um, you know, it's something that you, your future self could thank you for and your children. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure about anybody else, but I am not ready for them to break up yet. <laughs> they've only just gone back, haven't they? Yeah. Three weeks. Is it, is it three weeks they've been back and now they're off again for another two? Three weeks, yeah. I suppose at least this time we're not going to have the pressure of uh, schoolwork, so it will be more enjoyable, won't it? Yeah. And hopefully we'll get some nice weather. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so um, that is pretty much it. Hopefully it's helped you, and if you do need any further help, reach out to us. That's what we're there for. Post in the group. Some other people might be able to give you some ideas as well, so make sure you are using the group get some ideas off people but if you do end up having a, a bad moment where you feel like you need to reach out to one of us to help you make a decision or make you get back on track whatever please don't forget we're here and that's what we, we're here for so do reach out to us um anything to add back yeah, yeah. The same. if you are struggling reach out and um, don't struggle alone because um me and rachel are here for you Every step of the way. Okay. Bye, everyone. Have a nice weekend. Bye.